What's up, messy people? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Like, what's happening? What's popping? So, I'm like an overachiever this week. I recorded two episodes. Two! Because I was really in my feelings. And I was pretty ramble-jamble. But, you know, I just really wanted to use that opportunity to just get those feelings off my chest and I'll probably do that a lot more I'm sorry if that's not your flow but some things had to be done and I just really want to address again that we're all going through stuff we're all confused right now the pandemic really doesn't help uh social media doesn't help the events going on in the world really divide us and that really comes into play in your personal life and sometimes you just don't know there's so many answers to life and none of them are wrong except for murder and you know child abuse stuff like that but when it comes to decision making and stuff like that, it seems like you could always be making the wrong choices. And that doesn't mean you're making the wrong choices. You just made a choice that will eventually turn into something else, which will turn into something else. And maybe you will discover yourself through those choices. Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll need another choice to do it and all that. But I'm just... The identity struggle is just real this week. And I think it's just more fact on the stress and all that. But last night, because I am recording this on a Tuesday. I know I should be recording it on a Wednesday. But I'm just, I want to be early because I did my little witchy powers last night. And I put out some water. It was a full moon. I made some moon water. I put out some crystals. And I'm not a big crystal gal. Uh, I They probably... Not probably. They do have a lot of properties. I just don't know names of crystals. I don't know what any of them are for. I keep only the ones that I know what they're for. Like Rose Court. I'm trying to bring in the love, you know. I got ones that uh, bring out more of the energy in me of not being... Uh, I don't like helps me be more outgoing I guess it's 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 something along the lines of like you you rub it and it kind of just brings down your anxiety and it just brings out your true self and it tries to get rid of that like negative anxious energy so I keep around like those ones I did buy one that looked really pretty like I just only bought it because it looked super pretty and I did break off two pieces of it and but that's because I didn't know that it was fragile which I just put the pieces with it like I just have them around and it was to intensify dreams and I have some crazy dreams now because of it so I I want to believe it but I also don't suffer from nightmares anymore because I do keep up a dream catcher and a dream catcher that has crystals in it And I have, I've always believed in dream catchers. Like, I know a lot of people don't like Zodiacs. They don't like crystals. Some people just don't believe in that stuff, which is fine. But I have um, relatives that are Native American, like full-blooded Native American. And they always made dream catchers. 
and I've always believed them. And I hang one above my bed and I have one in my closet and I do not suffer like the night terrors anymore. Sometimes I will get like intense dreams like when uh, the situation with the party at my friend's house, I dreamed about it for three nights in a row. But that's just, I think it was more of, it was eating me alive from the inside because I just really needed to express that I was not okay with what happened. And I got better once I expressed it. I never had a dream about it. But I really don't have crazy nightmares because I used to have these nightmares where someone was always trying to murder me. Uh, Like I would just, I would be at my house. Well, an old house. This old house that I used to live on, even though I had moved, I had moved for a while, I still always dreamed of someone murdering me there. And I would run around the um, parking lot because there was a parking lot because it was an apartment complex And I would be running around and I would be banging on my cousin's door because she lived in the apartment before, like, uh, like I lived in a back apartment. She lived in the front one. So I'm banging, I'm banging, I'm banging and no one would answer. And I'd be like getting stabbed and I would wake up screaming. Like I would wake myself up because I'd be screaming from this dream. I'd always have this all the time. And I don't have that dream anymore. I don't have dreams of me being murdered. But I... Only say this, maybe because spooky season's coming up. But I want to ask you, do you feel like you know you're, how you're going to die? I have always experienced this. I have heard that other people have it. I guess there's like a name for it. And I don't want to manifest it. Like I don't want to put it out in the air for it to happen to me. Because I have a lot of anxiety. And I have a lot of like... I like death anxiety as well, which um, uh, many people suffer from. It's a very common thing. You you don't know what it is beyond whether or not we become whatever or we go wherever. But I've always had this uh, that I'm going to be murdered by a serial killer. And I know it's crazy. But there are other people that feel this. Like this is a real thing. And I guess they have a, a whole name for it. I probably should have done my research and looked it up, but it's like this, like, whether or not it's maybe a past life thing, I think it might be associated with that, but it's like, it's just this future that you can feel, and I've always suffered it since I was young, like, middle school to now, and it's always just been that someone is going to murder me. Not always so much a serial killer, but it's such a heavy, heavy burden that I will be murdered. And I don't really know how to explain it without making it sound like it's just an anxiety issue or like I'm just delusional and paranoid. But it's such a heavy feeling that it will happen to me. I don't know what age there there's no age on it I feel like it will be young um but I just I have that feeling whether or not it will be someone I know which is my thought more 
like sometimes I definitely lean to it will be someone that I know rather than someone breaking into my house and murdering me. I do have that feeling that it will be a friend or um, a friend, not really so much a boyfriend. Like I don't really fear that it will be like my husband or something because I'll put it like in the wedding agreement or something. I'll be like, listen, if you're going to murder me, because you're unhappy, don't do it. Just leave. I promise I will just be like, I, I gotta go. And I will not be like the people on TV. They're like, just give me my money, blah, blah, blah. And then that makes them want to murder you, which is not even a reasonable thing at all. Like, just don't murder people. Like, just don't go kill your wives because you don't want to be with them. You want to be some with some hot young chick. But I just have this, like, I don't know. It's like this fear. And I feel like I gotta get over that. And I just, do I go to therapy for that? I don't know. But it's it's just one of these crazy things that I, I, it's a heavy feeling. But I don't have those dreams anymore. Which is good. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm getting rid of it. Maybe I'm slowly, like, letting it seep out of my body and just getting rid of that memory. But maybe it was a past life. Like, maybe in my past life I was murdered by somebody and it just keeps a heavy burden on me because as adults we're not open to the spiritual and the supernatural world as we are as a kid so who knows I could have expressed this as a child and no one was paying attention to me and now I have to live with the burden as an adult until my next life moves on and that person has to deal with this former self and I'm sorry next person that you're gonna have to deal with the former self of me but It is what it is. So I made my moon water. I put my crystals outside, saged them all that, let get that cleansiness in. I've been drinking the moon water today and I feel great. Like I feel so much better than last night because last night I was on a tantrum. Like I was, I was over it. I just wanted to get all those feelings out, but I still kind of feel the same. Like I definitely want to reevaluate things that I'm doing, reevaluate relationships that I have in my life, like maybe step back a little bit, not be giving so much of myself away. Maybe become that mysterious girl again with like the French hat in the corner of the bar, smoking a long cigarette. <laughs> I don't smoke. So that's not going to happen. But yeah, I drank the moon water. I also put some of it in my plant. I tried to give some to my cat for like, you know, good luck because he's having surgery this week. He didn't want anything to do with it. So maybe the water was just too powerful that he's like, bitch, I ain't drinking that shit. You ain't involving me in your spooky, weird witchcraft. But he wouldn't drink it. So I tried. I tried. I am so excited for fall. Like, I keep seeing TikTok. I mean, I consider it fall now. Like, it's like pre-fall. I would have liked to have been doing some fall activities, like uh, apple picking already, or going to see sunflowers, getting pumpkins, going Halloween shopping. But I have no friends anymore. <laughs> so I can't do any of that. I do have friends. God, they they literally must, like want to just bang their head off their steering wheel every time I say I have no friends I do they just don't live around here 
So I just don't have local friends. I have one local friend so far. But other than that, I have no more local friends. So if you want to be my local friend and catch up, we can do some ball shit. Be basic white girls. I'll buy you a pumpkin spice latte. We can go to Target. No? Doesn't even have to be a girl. Like, bro, I'll buy you a pumpkin spice latte. I won't even tell anybody it's pumpkin spice. If you don't want to express that, which you should. Who who the fuck cares? Enjoy your pumpkin spice latte. You only live once. But I, that's what I want to do. I just want to do fall stuff. I saw on TikTok, uh, these people went to a Scream-themed like show in a cemetery oh i want to do that so bad i want to do that so bad i want to dress up and watch scream and just quote it and eat food that looks like little ghost faces i want to do that someone do that with me i don't think our uh cemetery will allow us to watch a movie but let me freaking tell you the the cemetery that is in my town it's gigantic that's where I took my witch photo shoot last year which I want to do another photo shoot again so bad like why doesn't everybody want to do fun things with me I'll just go do it by myself screw everybody I'm just be independent (laughs) but there's a uh cemetery in my town and it would be perfect to watch horror movies in for Halloween especially because like there's a big hill as well that you can set up or there's like a giant parking lot and you could just have a few people that watch it like I wish I could get a permit to do something like that and then them not think it's disrespectful because in California they do it all the time and I want to do that please town let me do that I we can take photo shoots I was freaking dressed like uh, which trying to make some money on a Saturday night and they everybody takes their senior photos there. That's more disrespectful than watching a horror movie in a uh, cemetery because I took my senior photos there and they were disrespectful to me because I looked hideous. I'm wearing a blue striped button shirt and it was like a weird fabric because this was 2008. I have a pink heart that is on like a gaudy chain but it wasn't like it's not like the clip necklace it's kind of where that bar goes in through the circle but you could see it because it was right next to this giant hot pink heart i have blue eyeshadow on without mascara i because my mother wouldn't allow me to wear makeup so this is what i was looking like i have braces I have giant side bangs because I wanted to be Haley Williams from Paramore so bad. And I have a crossbone. I believe it's a crossbone headband on. And I'm talking like giant headbands because in 2008, they weren't like these cute headbands. They literally took up your entire head. But it was like the plastic ones, not like the fabric wraparounds. Someone let me leave the house. That's disrespectful. The ghosts in the cemetery should have been popping up and being like, girl, I'm better dressed than you and I'm dead. Because that's how disrespectful I was to the entire community for looking like that. And now people have to look at my yearbook. I paid $60 to look like I did. And it's just, it's just disrespectful. 
I, I should have had a better style. And mind you, stylist, I was taking fashion class in high school. I did a whole project on Christian Dior. I was obsessed with Chanel. I made costumes for the school plays. And your girl couldn't even freaking match for her senior photos. But at least, at least I didn't use a MySpace profile photo like everyone else did. I'm telling you, there were so freaking many people that used their MySpace profile picture. So I might have been disrespectful to fashion, but I wasn't embarrassing. And using social media photo for my (laughs) senior profile picture. Have it what you will. Let that information sink in. All right. So since I had one episode this week already that was on the topic of dating, but it was a rambling topic of dating, I figured that I would actually get to some of these questions that I had been meaning to get to. I'm trying to organize it. I'm trying to bring it all back because again, I'm going to state this over and over. September is a forever Monday. And because everybody seems to be having some kind of medical issue this entire month, I've been working at my other lame ass job every single day. So I've just been a hot mess. So I feel like we could take this time, take this opportunity to answer these questions. I do not know what all the questions are. There's 25 of them. I might not get to all 25. We'll see how bad they are. Um, they're deep personal questions. Hopefully they're not all on dating because that was how it was last time I did this questionnaire. And guys, there's more, there's more to life than... If I care if my boyfriend cheated on me or not. I mean, that is important, but I want to get deeper. So here we go. Let's get started. Let's open up the pamphlet. Let's do this. So question number uno. What's the one thing you would like to change about yourself? I can only pick one because there's a plentiful of things I would love to change. For one, not saying like so much. It's it sound like a valley girl. I also wish I pronounced words correctly and I put words in a way that made sense and sounded more like English, but I was a terrible student up until high school. That's when I was really thriving and it was a little too late. I should have been thriving as a child so I could have learned how to speak properly. But I didn't and you get what you get. Also, I would like to change um, my procrastination habits. I've been really bad at it. Bad at doing things. Like I've been procrastinating so much as of like the last few years and I know that some of it has to do with like when I would get into my depression states that I just didn't have the energy I 
was telling myself, you're going to get up and do this. You're going to get up and do this. And I wouldn't do it. It's like I physically could not do it. And I work out, I work on it here and there and I'll be doing good. And then I'll just slide right back into it. And I hate that so much. So that's one thing I would really like to work on is just not to procrastinate. When I say I'm going to do it, just do it. Don't wait because I wait and wait and wait. And then it never gets done. And I'll miss a deadline. I'll miss like a sale. I'll miss doing this. I'll miss skipping out like on Fabletics and all that. When You only have between the first and the fifth to skip that month. And I will literally wait till the 5th. It'll be almost midnight. I'll be like, oh shit, I didn't skip it. Because it's like I just keep putting things off over and over. And I have to stop doing that. I don't know why. I, I, I just, I don't know. And even I will put my phone down. Like I won't just endlessly scroll. Like that will happen where then it will make procrastination like less likely if I'd put the phone down and go and do stuff, but I used to just, I used to love, um, just cleaning and stuff as a young adult. Like I used to buy cleaning products and stuff for myself to just clean my area. I used to light candles. I would sit and craft and scrapbook and stuff like that. And I just don't have the desire for it anymore because I just don't want to get out of bed and I just don't want to like, I, I don't know. And I'll even try putting on music. I try to put on a TV show in the background. And I can do it for maybe a half hour. And then it's just, I stop. Like, I just lose all concentration. And I, I don't know why that happens. But I would like to fix that. I would like to work on my procrastination. That's one thing I want to change. I don't want to focus on, like, my body-wise or anything like that. I feel like... To be more comfortable with yourself, you have to change things that are inner you. And I feel like I would be a much happier person if I could just get the flow together and be less procrastinating. Procrastination. You know. That. (laughs) Uh, Question two. Are you religious or spiritual? I would say that I am more lenient on the spiritual side of things. I did go, like you've, uh, like I've discussed before, I've gone to church, uh, you know, I've read the Bible, I used to go to Bible school all the time, I obviously was saving myself from marriage, I literally read it in my, I've read it, (laughs) I wrote it in my little orange personal Bible that you could carry around in your purse, I wasn't someone that was like wearing crosses every day and all that stuff, but I did grow up like to pray every night before you go to bed and you don't say, oh my God, you say, oh my gosh, you don't swear, which if you hear me swear now, it really does still feel weird for me. I'm not a big swear. Like I, I think one of the other podcasts, I was saying the F word a lot and that's foreign to me. It feels weird. Like it feels like my tongue is burning sometimes when I swear. And it's just swear. They're just words. It's whatever. But you know, I was just, that's what I was told. You don't say the Lord's name in vain. So I would, I would say, oh my gosh, a lot. And I say frick and friggin a lot. Uh, I was allowed to say suck 
at some like um, like eighth grade on to high school or like my mom would hate that I would say it but she would allow me to say it so but I wasn't over religious I really wasn't like my gram who was really following it I would say I am more spiritual because I do believe in energy I do believe in higher beings whether or not it's a it's it's God or Jesus or all the gods and goddesses in Egypt, Rome, Greek. It, is it maybe just former life floating in the air? Maybe there's ghosts. Maybe, you know, whatever. I just feel like there is some sort of energy. I can't explain it. I don't know. I don't know what is out there. But I'm not going to say it's not real because I don't see it. I wasn't alive to be there. So I always kind of leaned more of like the science spiritual world. Like I believe in science. I believe in evolution. But that doesn't mean that you can't have spirits. You can't have something looking over you. And especially with... It's funny... Because I used to know this girl that when uh, we graduated high school and she all of a sudden was an atheist. But then she was like, witchcraft? You can't be an atheist and be witchcraft. That's not how that works. You need to have spirits. You need to have, um, you know, you need all that realm. The whole thing with witches and Wiccan and all that is your... You're pulling essence and power from life, from earth, from above and beyond. You, you have to have all of that, which now she believes in God, which is funny. She was atheist. Now she believes in God. Pick one. Choose one. I mean, you can't be both, honey. But it's, I don't know. Like, that's what I, I just, I just feel like something's out there. I don't know what it is. Maybe aliens are Jesus. Maybe in, in reality, it was aliens that was always Jesus and God. And we just made it into a man to make it more easily distributed around the world. I couldn't tell you. I wasn't alive. We can only really go by hearsay, but I, I don't even really know if the pyramids were built how they were. Just because someone wrote it down doesn't mean it was true. So just because someone tells you, oh, well, the Bible's fake. It was just, I don't know that. I don't know. So I do believe that there is some kind of higher spirit. I know for a fact. Well, I don't know for a fact. In my mind, I know that there has to be something. One of something or more of something. But I feel feel like there has to be like this one spiritual thing whether or not it's grouped as to all gods or one god or something because sometimes stories from the past and this happened when I was going through my conspiracy iceberg you notice that certain things always come together to make a story like whether or not you're Christian or uh, Catholic Jewish Hindu Buddhism all in between, all these things still have one center, one like, you know, there's a God, there's this, there's, there's this like 
something and it's like they all just branched out and decided to make their own story but there was just something and i just don't know what that something is guys it really bothers me i want to know what that something is i may never know until i die i may you know i may not even know when i die but there was something that had to stem all these stories because it's not people traveled but they really didn't travel like they do now so how is it that this tribe that never saw a human other than themselves for like thousands of years has the same story as another tribe that lived across the ocean there is literally an african tribe that let um like these people come in like i don't know if they're making a document or like they were doing something but they never had really interactions with white people basically is what they said like they stayed within their tribe and they had this whole like story about how they came to be and that people in the sky brought them things and taught them things and that's like the same story as like the mayans the same story egypt it's like okay who is this one person that's bringing them things it might not be jesus it might not be god but it's something and I just went, I went really hard on that question, but I'm just telling you, like, that is why I'm so, like, I'm spiritually deep in it. And I, you know, maybe I will pray sometimes, maybe I'll do this and that, but that's because I'm just trying to connect with what the earth is bringing me for energy. So there you go. There's my really crazy in-depth, uh, if I'm religious or spiritual. Number three, what kind of parent do you think you'll be? God. Well, on top of my fear of being murdered, I also have this bad feeling. And you've got to call it women's intuition that I won't have children. I have expressed this to my friends for many years. Uh, I had a lot of friends that never wanted kids that ended up with kids. And it kind of hurts because I wanted a big family. I wanted four kids because I like the even number. I just two and two. You know, I wanted to be married. I wanted to have four kids. And I wanted to do this by 25. Obviously, that didn't happen. I'm fine with it not happening. But I still stand by it. Like, I still, even as a 30-year-old woman, as a 20-year-old woman, as a 10-year-old girl, you know, as a 16 year old, I, that was what I wanted. I wanted to be married and I wanted to have four kids. And it's like something inside of me told me that I wouldn't be able to have kids. Like I just wouldn't be able to bear them. I wouldn't be able to get pregnant. Uh, or well now who knows if I find a man to impregnate me, but I just, I have this lingering fear that I just won't be able to do it. It's like my body is telling me that that's just something. And I don't know if anybody other, like anyone else who can't have kids. Did you ever have that feeling that you weren't going to be able to have kids? Like, was it an intuition thing? Because that's what I, that's, I just, I feel it. I just, I don't know. There's just something inside of me that says that that's just not going to happen. But if, what kind of parent I would be, I feel like I would be a fun parent. I I uh, I always took care of my, my brother. He's 12 years 
younger than me, uh, my cousin Thomas. I'm obviously his favorite cousin, and he better say uh, that I am. We're exactly 10 years apart. We share a birthday. We're birthday twins. Uh, I, I just always took care of kids in the family, and, you know, I, I was a great caretaker, but I also, um, I never really kept secrets from kids. Uh, if they asked questions, I answered them. I did have, um, a cousin, I still have her, she's alive, but she was very, very vocal and was always very curious about sexual things. And she's only 15 now. So like she's still young. But I mean like young young. She always asks this kind of stuff. And I never asked that. And even if I did no one was ever going to answer me. <laughs> my cat's trying to drink my moon water right now. You didn't want any earlier. But I always answered it honestly. I tried to put it in somewhat of a kid understanding. Like I didn't want to be super graphic. But I also wanted to be correct with the information including like anatomy like I'm not gonna just make up a name and be like oh you're the JJ or oh like kibbles and bits like you know something <laughs> stupid so I feel like that I would be a very open parent I would allow my children to make choices for themselves and I'd obviously be I'd I know I'd have a little bit of a strict side because I feel like kids need it you can let your kids be open, but they should still have some sort of, like, respect for their parent. Like, I gave birth to you. You need, you should respect me a little bit. If I'm respecting you as a person, you should respect me as a person. So I feel like that's what I would teach my kids. I would teach them, you know, my mom may have had some flaws, but she never, ever, ever taught me to look at someone differently. Which is crazy because she lives in that that kind of state where she, you know, she is very stereotyped. She grew up in the 80s. Like, they stereotyped everything. She And I try to teach her, you know, like, if she says something like, Mom, that's not right. Like, that's not how it should be. That's not what you're supposed to think. And I don't, I mean, I don't want to state the, like, stereotypes that she thinks because they're very, like, your typical stereotypes. But I feel like I wouldn't be that with my children. I'd want to, you know, allow them to have opinions, but show them the way, you know? We respect everyone, no matter their gender, their color, their you know, race, their religion, you should always at least respect someone, even if you don't believe in a religion or something like that, you should always still respect somebody if that's not your choice. And I would be open with them and I would allow them to ask me questions and I would also want to be a fun parent. I want to be the hot parent. Like, I want to be the kid, like, dropping my kids off and then be like, wow, your mom's so hot. <laughs> I just want to be the hot parent. That is also cool. And, like, their friends can come to me and talk to me about stuff and be open. So, you know, like, I have the whole neighborhood just being like, wow, you know, we can come to her. We can talk to her about stuff. But she's also cool and lets us, like, listen to whatever kind of music we want. Watch whatever kind of movies, TV shows, all that. So I'm a little bit of fun. A little bit of, like, the hippie mom. But also, like, respect. 
old school. A little bit of new school, a little bit old school. I feel like that's how I'd be as a parent. Are you confrontational? Well, (laughs) did I not just meow at an ex-friend last weekend? I would say I am pretty confrontational. I also have yelled at my boss a few weekends ago. I will literally, somebody could be staring at me from across the room and I'll be like, do you have a problem, sir? Because if you do, you can let me know. Like, I'm that type of person to call you out for staring. I will argue with my mother about almost everything. I will argue with my friends about almost everything. So just don't tempt me, okay? Just don't tempt me. I am not afraid to be confrontational. Like, I would, it don't bother me. I know a few people that will do anything in their freaking, they will do anything to just not have that conversation. Because the new owner of where I work, he is like that. He will just leave the room. Like, he, and I will follow. Like, best believe I will follow you and I will continue to talk over other people to get my point across. So, yeah. Don't mess with me, honey. Question five, when have you felt your biggest adrenaline rush? Uh, Every single day when I have to interact with people. Uh, Going to like the doctors, like I get adrenaline rushes like that. Uh, Doing something that kind of puts me out of my comfort zone will always give me an adrenaline rush. But I don't know the last time I felt like I don't know the biggest time I felt an adrenaline rush uh maybe like I don't want to consider roller coasters because you always get an adrenaline rush for that I my nipples there we go getting them pierced that was a huge adrenaline rush because my friend made me call them and I hate talking on the phone because of my anxiety and then like I actually I went first so like that was a really big step I chose to go first I, was, I wasn't letting anybody help me. I was just being a big girl doing it all by myself. So I think that would be my biggest adrenaline rush so far. But when you have anxiety and you just are like, ugh, everything is adrenaline rush. Like, honey, going in a car is an adrenaline rush. But I want to say that will probably be it. My getting pierced. That was my biggest adrenaline rush lately. For this year. Because, like, getting a tattoo was a big adrenaline rush. Uh, I did a booty shaking contest once. That was, a, that was a fun adrenaline rush. Like, I went up there with a purpose. And I was having fun doing it. So that was a fun adrenaline rush. Going to New York City was an adrenaline rush. Because that's, like, it's a foreign city. And it's, you know, it's big time. Like, I had to take the subway. Which I've taken it in Boston. But, like, I... I've never taken it in New York. I don't even know the boroughs half the time. I don't even know the streets. So that was a big adrenaline rush. Uh, question number six. What is your favorite hobby to do alone? <laughs> what is my favorite hobby to do alone? Wink, wink. I bet you know. It's writing in my planner. Yeah, that's right. I love 
planner. I have this big giant one this year. I usually pick a little smaller one, but I have a huge one. I put stickers in it and I write all my appointments and when I work and meal prepping and I love it so much. I just, I get in the zone because I am an inner scrapbooker. So now journaling for a planner. Oh, I love it so much. You guys thought I was going to say something else, didn't you? You dirty birds. It's my planner. I love it. Number seven, what would your best friend say is your best quality? <laughs> would they even say I have a good quality? Kidding. Um, I don't know. That I'm fun. Like I'm funny. I feel like that's my best quality is I'm a funny person. My, I, I don't think my funniness comes off on here as much because I'm just with myself and I don't want to laugh at myself. But if I had someone else in the room, I can really light a room up. And it, it actually, uh, it makes me feel good to make people laugh. That's like my favorite thing to do. So I feel like my best friends would say that I'm funny. That would be my best quality. And uh, maybe being outspoken. I don't know. Maybe not because I, I fight with my friends for being outspoken. So, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go with funny. That's, I think that's what it is. But, hey, best friends, if you're listening, what is my best quality? And I'll update people next week. Because I want to know, what do you think my best quality is? I don't think I've ever asked them because I feel like that's a weird question to ask your friends. Like, haha, what is my best quality? And maybe to other people, that's not strange. But when you have friends that really suffer a lot of jealousy over the years, not the ones I have now. I'm just saying, not to point out anybody. But when people suffer a lot of jealousy or they're very like insecure with themselves so then they just seem like they're better than everybody else you don't really ask them hey what do you love about me because then they're like there's nothing I love about you you're an asshole so that's why I have to surround myself with better people which I don't mind being an asshole maybe you know one of my friends might say that is my best quality is being an asshole but in a good way because I'm I'm doing it for the people I will be an asshole for you like, is there somebody messing with you right now? I'll go, I'll go be that asshole for you. I'll tell them how it is. I got no relationship with them. I don't care. Number eight, what or who would you sacrifice your life for? My cat. Oh my God, I burped when I said it. Okay, well, maybe I'm lying. My cat, I would die for my cat. Uh, I, my coworker told me when I found out that I had to have him have surgery. She said, I love my pets. Don't get me wrong. But I told myself I would never go in debt for them. Hell no. I will push the world and the moon and the stars for my cat because he is my baby. I've had him for 14 years. You know, he is my baby. And I know he can't be with me forever. Oh, he's looking at me. He knows I woke him up. Oh, it's a little cutie cat. He knows, and I know, that you're not going to be around forever. I'm going to outlive my cat. It's very sad. I don't like to think about it, but I have to accept it because that is life. But he is my baby, 
and I would do anything in the world for him, including take a bullet for him. Like I, I would. And I know you thought I was going to say a person like obviously my, like my mom, but she would definitely see, it's like I could sacrifice myself for my mother, but then she would probably end up offing herself because she always tells me she cannot live without her children. So she would probably end up sacrificing herself before I even had got the chance. Like I'd go for it and then she would just do it anyways. So yeah, I, I don't want it to sound weird. Like don't make it weird guys. Like don't take it personal. I just really love my cat. Like there's nothing wrong with loving your pets. Your pets should be your family members. And I would go in debt for him. I saw on TV where someone paid $10,000 to give their cat a heart transplant. And the vet told them, this is a really expensive surgery. It's just a waste of time. You shouldn't do it. And they said, no. And a cat got brought in from a shelter that got put down and that heart matched and they did it. And now his cat is alive and thriving. Barbara Streisand freaking cloned her dog okay her dog died but she had blood samples from it and she cloned it so she could have him again which she does like literally no lie she cloned her dog so don't be telling me that I want to do anything for my cat it's it's weird to some of you that's fine but he's a living breathing creature that I love that I took care of I raised he expects me to be this caregiver for him. And I can't let him down. So that's what I, I, I'd take it. I'd sacrifice my life for my cat. Even though his time on earth is short. So hopefully the sacrificing is to give him more time on earth. Number nine. What lies do you most often tell yourself? Um, well. I guess it depends on. What self am I talking to? Like. I could tell myself that I'm great, I'm beautiful, I enjoy living in the like the, my body, I love my face, I love my hair, like, you know, but then insecurity is like, you're lying to yourself, you don't really love those things. So I feel if I'm in a moment where I'm feeling good and then my insecurity is like, no, you, you don't feel good, like that's a lie that I tell myself. I also tell myself that I'm worthy of, and, and don't take this a bad way either, like I'm worthy of being a lot more than what I am. And I, I, I feel like I always told myself I was going to be really big and reach for the stars and I was going to make it in this world one day and be more than the town I live in. But it was kind of a lie to myself because I just didn't have the dedication to do it. And when I did, I still just never had like that spark that um, helped me achieve it. It's kind of like the new season of American Horror Story. Like they, you know, take a pill and if they are worthy of being something great, then they achieve greatness. And if they were just mediocre... That's what they were. They are mediocre and they become bloodthirsty and always chasing the dream. And I'm not saying in a bad way. I just think I lied to myself about really like you've got to be one of the lucky ones. If you're not hardworking, like I could really dedicate and do the hard work. 
and things will happen like great things will happen but not to the level that I want it to be and I feel like I lie to myself sometimes and just think that like I'm just going to be that instant person like the spark and that's not true and it's nothing wrong with admitting that that is not the case we can't all be special we're all special in our own ways but we are not all born to be special some people just have it and I didn't I didn't have it that was a lie I told myself I just didn't have it and that's fine I'm okay with that I you gotta learn sometimes to be okay to be mediocre and I'm just mediocre and that's all right with me maybe one day I won't be but right now I am and I gotta stop telling myself that I'm otherwise it just sounds like real depressing right now. And I, I feel like it's not coming out the way I want it to come out. But those are the, those are the lies I tell myself. I Maybe the lie is just my insecurity. And maybe I am great and I am just spectacular. And thus I lie to myself that I'm not to make myself more humble. Maybe that's the lie. I'm just trying to humble myself. Number uh, 10, what do you hope you grow out of? Um, Stop being so freaking insecure and depressed all the time because, girl, you're just ruining it for yourself. That's what I hope to grow out of. Like, damn, I got to get out of this, like, in state of mind. Holy shit. It's like, maybe I should have called this confessions of just pure written anxiety (laughs) oh i'm kidding i don't know i gotta i definitely gotta grow out of being so um attached to where i assume that things are going to be around for a long time when they're not because not everybody's meant to be in your life forever so i have to grow out of just assuming that is a thing. I also have to grow out of not holding grudges. I did have, um, my friend told me that that's the one thing that bothers her about me. So not my best quality, but it bothers her about me that I can easily get over things that I don't hold grudges. And that's because I always just feel like things that have happened in my life have never been such a big deal that I needed to hold a grudge over it. There's certain things that I do, like there's certain relationships that will never be the same again because I am going to hold that grudge. But there's just so many things that it's just not worthy of wasting my time over. So I just don't hold the grudge. But she says that I should because now I let these people in my life that are not bringing me good energy. So I need to grow out of just assuming that things will get better and just kind of let it be just let it just move on how much time do we got left i want i want to maybe answer a couple more ew i just ripped off something on my wall and now it's all over my face and it's like gross okay i'm gonna answer two more because we're almost out of time so i'll answer two more I got really deep. They're, they weren't wrong. These were deep. Like, I didn't think I was going to have a deep conversation about all this. Uh, God, what in the... I'm telling you, this thing that I peeled off the wall, and now just looks like there's pure glass everywhere. It's fidgeting. I got to grow out of fidgeting. 
Is that, I think that's associated. Maybe I have ADHD. Do you guys think I could have adult ADHD? TikTok recommends it to me all the time. And you know that they're always recommending things to you that could be true. And I think that might be it. I think I might have adult ADHD. I, I bet that would solve all of my problems. For sure. Okay, so two more. 11. What belief do you have that most people disagree with? <laughs> to not hold so many grudges, obviously. Uh, beliefs. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Because I feel like I believe in a lot of things that obviously certain people in this world would disagree with. Say like religion, sexuality, uh, gender, all that. Like I believe in all that stuff and some people don't believe in that. So I don't think there's anything that I believe in that people disagree with. Number 12. What dumb thing did you believe for a really long time? <laughs> um, <laughs> there's many. There's many things that I believed for a really long time that are dumb. But this one thing comes to mind. And so my mom believes in everything. I literally want to write a book about the shit my mom says. There used to be a TV show that, that, was, that was based on a book that was called The Shit My Dad Says. I wanted to make a book about my mom because she says the craziest things ever. But there is one thing that she also does is believes in everything. Like I'm telling you, she believed that the Texas Chainsaw Massacre was real. That it was based on a true story, like an actual true story for the longest time. So as a child, I was told to believe that this was real. I was told to believe all this crazy stuff. But the one thing that is just very random, she told me that the singer of Journey died. And I believed I had no reason to not believe my mother. And I would tell people this, like throwing out music facts, until one freaking day he was on TV, like accepting an award or it was something for Journey. And I was like, dude, mother, you told me this man was dead you told me he was dead. Well, I always thought he was dead. I know he died. Like, I don't think this was a Mandela effect. Like, I, I, there's no weird articles that tell you that the singer of Journey was dead. Like, there's ones that Paul McCartney has a twin that he actually died. And Mans- uh, Nelson Mandela actually died. There's those. There is no articles about this man from Journey being dead. And she, and I believed it for so long. Like, I'm pretty sure I was in my early 20s when I finally figured it out. So it's like, there's a lot of things that I believed that are, that were really stupid. Probably the Texas Chainsaw Massacre being one of them. Or, oh my God, there's one and I really want to say it, but I can't say it because it's, it's way, it's, it's. It's bad. But maybe I'll just make an episode on all the crazy things my mom tells me. Because I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it's messed up. I don't know what's going on with her brain. I, I don't know. Like, I know she grew up in a small town, but she moved down here. There is no reason for her to just be believing these facts anymore. So 
with that being said, I'm going to leave it on that note. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Some fun questions. Me rambling on about... I don't know why. I'm supposed to ramble. See? This is another one of those things. Like, I just feel like I'm just... Oh, nobody's listening because I'm rambling. I have to stop that. Tell me to stop it. Guys, tell me to grow out of being so hard on myself. Okay? And I'm going to get the in- the outro right this time. Kiss, kiss. Peace out. Mwah. Love ya. <laughs>